You are not an ordinary person. We are the outshining of God's glory. Don't let any circumstance have enough power to bother you. The Father has nowhere to stay than inside you and cannot express Himself unless through your body. So your body becomes His body. That's why the Bible says we are the body of Christ. Sound it. Say, I'm a doer of the word. I'm a world shaker. I live by the word. I'm born by the word. We are here to produce heaven on this earth. I produce heaven on earth. Dadiva Kafi. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. That's why I say, don't give up. Hey. Pastor Prince, word hearing. Oh, I give to you, Lord. So there is the good word of God. Is that not true? When every day you need deliverance, that is not the good word of God. When every day we need to pray for you, what do we call it? Break some ancestral things. That is not the good word. There is the good word of God. That is the word of faith, the word of Christ. That's what Christ brought. They have tested, they have heard the, the good word of God. And the powers of the world to come. That means that they have seen power in the manifestation. They have seen results in the church. They heard somebody came with a lung issue and has been healed. They heard somebody came with what a chest, what the chest issue and has been healed. They heard somebody come, come, came to the church, dying of a particular, and was healed. Somebody came jobless and received a job. Somebody came without a chance. They have seen power in the church. Even if they have not experienced it themselves, they've seen somebody experience it within the church. Oh, we know how this guy came to church. When he came, he had nothing. God has blessed him. You have seen it. They have tested of the powers of the world to come. It says, if they shall fall away. Say, if they shall fall away. It says, it is impossible that if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance. Seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh. And put him to an open shame. So they can fall away. <laughs> I didn't hear a glory to that one. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? So why is this very important? When you talk about First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, where we read about the mystery of godliness says without controversy great is the mystery of godliness amen. amen very important thing godliness is very important it's part of the, when he talks about the addition to faith i don't have time to go into that one today come on shout glory when he says add to your faith knowledge add to your faith love add to your faith virtue add to your faith what patience add to your faith godliness then he says if these things be in you and they abound in you says they make you, they turn you, they change you. They make you. 
that you shall not be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. So you can't be fruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus outside godliness. It's part of the virtues. But one day I'll take my time to teach you on that. Is that not powerful? Now why is this very important? This verse, when we finish from verse 16 where we read concerning the mystery of godliness which we will come to read the six secrets that they talked about. That Why are they six secrets? They are secrets. They must reside in your spirit and convince you Oh, Shadi Atta Messiah. Then in chapter 4 of the first Timothy, chapter 3, the chapter 4, which if not that the scholars wanted to divide the scriptures, you understand, and do it in such a way that you will not be confused. This would have been chapter 17, uh, verse 17, verse 16. So first Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, is like first Timothy chapter 3, verse 17. It's a continuation. Who heard what I just said? If you don't have your Bible, you are com- confused now. <laughs> Take your Bibles right now. It says that first, it says, now the Spirit speaks expressly, expressly, vividly, placidly, clearly. The Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. You didn't hear what I said? Some shall do what? They will get a visa and go to the United States and get a visa and go to UK and depart from the faith. Doesn't it happen? Oh. The Spirit speaks expressly, not hidden, clearly, loudly. The Spirit, the Holy Ghost. This Peter, this, this, this Paul, writing to Timothy, continuing, when he talks about great is the mystery of godliness. The Jesus Christ came in the flesh and talked about all those points. Then in, in chapter 4, Paul continues to tell us that the Holy Ghost speaks expressly. That in the last days, or in the latter times, say latter times, latter times. some shall depart from the faith. Some shall depart from the faith. Some shall depart from the faith. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Having their conscience seared with, with, with hot iron. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter time some, some shall depart from the faith. Who knows, maybe you are one of those people. The next ten years, when everything is working for you, or you've gotten a visa to China somewhere, and you've forgotten that there is Jesus Christ. Is that not true? Or you've gotten some visa to US somewhere, so when I enter, these people are so developed. And the way they are so developed and all that, I don't think that this Jesus thing, I think it's for all those poor countries. Is that not powerful? Some shall depart from the faith. May you, may you not be some of those some. May you not be part of those some. Amen. Who heard what I just said there? So he's talking about 
the mystery or the secret of godliness expressing a godly character, a godly conduct, living your life in reverence to God, in service to God. Do you revere God? Do you have reverence for Him? Do you have reverence for Christ? Do you express it? Do you walk worthy of Him? That's what He's talking about. Now go to First Timothy. Oh, do I have a lot of things to share? First Timothy chapter six, verse eleven. I want to, I want you to see something there before I go to these six important secrets. Say six important secrets. Amen. First Timothy chapter 6 Start from verse 3 To be clear from verse 3 If you are there just open your Bible Alongside or listen very carefully It's very important so that you don't miss it Because we are teaching on the word. Amen And consent not to wholesome words Even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ And to the doctrine Which is according to godliness The teaching which is according to godliness Living your life unto God Living a God, a God-like life. If somebody is not giving himself to that, and to all these things we are talking about, he says he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words. Whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil semisins. Verse 5 says, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. These are powerful things I will explain today. Supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. Verse 6. Is, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Think about it. Is this what? So you see, he's bringing our attention from here. The reason why I raise this scripture is drawing our attention to have a conviction beyond materialism. He's taking us beyond material. We are, we are in a generation like that. Where we think a man of God is big because of the debt he has. A man of God is big because of the material things he has. Do you get what I'm saying? Paul is saying that withdraw from them. Godliness is key, not materialism. Did you hear what I said? So you move beyond the car you want to buy that you've not bought, for which your faith is shaking. You understand what I'm saying? You move beyond that. That's what he's saying here. He says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Ministry is not about materialism. Ministry is about works. Do you understand what I'm saying? Jesus had possession, possession of all things. He was owner of all things, according to the scriptures. Do you get what I'm saying? But what is recorded about him are his works. The works that I do shall you do also. Says, if you believe me because of what I tell you, he says, believe me for the works sake. But the works proves that the Father has sent me. So in reality, a minister is supposed to be, is supposed to demonstrate and display the works of the Lord Jesus. Not the gains of the Lord Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? He's supposed to demonstrate and display, a minister is supposed to demonstrate and display the, the works of the Lord Jesus. Not the gains that he has gotten from the world. That is, where, that is where we are missing it. Will God bless us? Yes, He will bless us. Will we have cars? Yes, we will have cars. But we don't display the cars. We display the works. 
Do you know why? Because anyone who is not born again can buy that same car. So what makes the difference? Do you understand? But not everyone can display that same works. Did you hear what I said? So a man of God can buy a jet and a worldly musician can buy a jet. It doesn't make a difference. It's still money. But a man of God can raise the dead and a worldly musician can raise the dead. A man of God can convince a soul to be saved. To be a Christian. A worldly person can convince that person to be saved and be a Christian. Did you hear what I said? So God is more interested in our works. That's why he talks about the works that do follow us. Not the material things that do follow us. And that's why Paul is trying to draw our attention that our conviction should go beyond materialism. As ministers of the gospel, as Christians. It is time for Christians to move beyond chasing things. To building up themselves in the Lord. Where Christians move beyond that. Will God bless us and we will have things? Yes, we will. But those are additions. They are called all these things shall be added unto you. They are, they are called additions. Do you understand? So we don't place importance, much importance on them. Oh, you didn't hear that. Shouted glory wherever you are. So it says, for we, but godliness with contentment, it says, it's great gain. Tell somebody, say, it's great gain. It's great gain. Godliness, living like God, says, with contentment, is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. That's when a person is difficult for a person to release money to build a church. A person can build an auditorium. He says, I don't build. I'm keeping my money. He says, we brought nothing into this world, though, my brother. Is that not true? For we brought nothing into this world. Is that not what he says? And it is certain we can carry nothing out. It is very certain. Nobody carries, nobody carries his ghost horse into the grave. Not even a nine-bedroom house or a seven-bedroom house. Not even your wristwatch. Not even a shoe. So we are carrying nothing out. So he wants us to be godly. Oh, this is your Easter, Easter, Easter message. Is that not powerful? It is certain we are taking nothing out. So you live with your whole time for the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Godliness as living unto the Lord. Did I say that? You live your whole time unto the Lord. You sleep your whole time. Even when you're sleeping, you're sleeping in the Lord. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. You are, you are sleeping, speaking in tongues in your sleep. Is that not true? So I, see, I saw myself preaching somewhere. I saw myself giving the church uh, 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 in my dream. I saw the, is that not true? You've gone beyond materialism. Well, all this competition of, of dresses, you've gone beyond it. You are competing on souls. You are competing on knowledge. You are competing on gifts. You want to, you want to enter into some realms. You want to be intimate with God. So intimate that when we see you coming, we see God all around you. It says when, oh, didn't you hear what the Bible says? It says they took knowledge of them that had been with Jesus. When they saw those men, the scripture says that, and they, they discovered that they were ignorant men, unlearned men. They were ignorant men, had not been to school. Unlearned. Yet they took knowledge. Or they took notice of them. 
that they had been with Jesus. That men will take notice of us that we have been with Jesus. We are so cooked in the spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? So filled with the spirit. So filled with the knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of the word of God. So active everywhere. That men are taking notice of us that we have been with Jesus. Oh, oh come on shout glory. What a conviction. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain that we can carry nothing out. Verse, it is having food and raiment. Let us be content. Let us be what? Content. Having food and raiment. Paul said, I've learned to abase and to abound. I've learned to abound and to abase. Whether I have or I don't have, I've learned it. I've learned to be content. Ah, come on, shout glory! <laughs> and having food and raiment, let us be content. Then it says, "But they that will be rich fall into temptation, and a snare, and into many foolish and hateful lusts." Do you think that? Do you think this is true? Many hateful lusts. When it says lusts, it's not just talking about chasing girls. That's what we talk about lusts. Lasting for things, material things. I want to build ten houses. Build, build. You've not, you've not even bought a land for a church. You've not bought a what do we call it? A, a bus for a church. Not even a microphone. All that is driving you is five houses you want to build. I want to build one in Kumasi and build one here and own this hotel. And last, <laughs> which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money. Say the love of money. One day I'll teach you this thing very well. Which while some converted after, they have erred from the feet and pierced themselves through. They went. Christ otoli atali kapaya. Come on, shout glory. Glory. I feel like jumping, jumping right now. Is that not powerful? It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Which while some converted after, they have erred from the faith. They coveted after. They coveted after. They coveted after. Instead of coveted after the faith, after convert, coveting after the faith. Coveting after the faith. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Wanting to do more. Where now you just lay hands on the sick and headaches go and you want to do more. Do you understand? Where you speak seven times before one thing happens. And you want to do more. You are converting after faith. When you convince a soul, you convince a soul a month, a year, before one person enters the church. You are converting after something. That will come. The Bible says when they heard what, what Philip said and they saw the miracles, they believed. And you want to see that, 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 what? Philip kind of, of manifestation. And you are converting. You are desiring. You are longing for that. You can't, you can't sleep at 12 o'clock when we are praying with that kind of nature. So why, why are you not online? I, I, I was so tired, I even forgot. Mozoto. 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 Matas Eteya. Do you know why I'm sharing this thing? Do you remember when Jesus went to the garden of Gethsemane and went to pray? Do you remember? Yes, when he went with Peter and all those three people, other people, 
and other disciples. And he left them and went to pray. And he prayed for an hour and came back and, and discovered that they were sleeping. And went again and prayed and came back again and saw that they were sleeping. And went again and prayed and came back and discovered they were sleeping. When it was ready for them to say, no, 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 we have finished the deal. We finished the prayer. You are not rising to go where? <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to tell you? There are things we are doing now that are necessary for the now. There will be times you would want to do what we are doing now and it will be useless. Yes, yes. That's why many church folks don't know. Well, I think this Papa Pew likes talking. He just comes to sit down. He doesn't have anything to do. This thing I'm talking about, I'm going to give an account. I do it with all seriousness. Even if it's three people, I do it with all seriousness. When we get, we say we are all fasting, seven days, all, all the church, the whole church. Oh, you do Monday, Tuesday, you do Wednesday, Thursday, you do. Call labor so we ask you fast. About the day you couldn't there will be a time you would want to fast. That fasting won't produce any results. There will be a time as the, the, the issues of life come against you. Will the issue of life come against everyone? Yes. There will be a time where you, after 10 years now you are now married and you are looking for the fruit of the womb and you are very serious. And the pastor says, your pastor at that time may not be your pastor. And he's saying, fast, fast. You should have fasted today. It's not in the years ahead that you are coming to fast. You fast today. You build today. That's what we are getting you to do. To build that foundation. Did you get what I'm saying? So we are in church, you are, are not there. We are in this, you are not there. We are doing this, you are not there. You are giving yourself reasons. That is what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane. When Peter arose and the people arose and they were now going to, they were like, after a Jacob empire. Jesus said, no, 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 we finished the prayers. So follow me and let's go. Ah... <laughs> uh, who, who knows what would have happened if they had joined him to pray? Who knows what would have happened for them? No wonder when the, when the, the people came against Jesus and they wanted to arrest Jesus, the first thing that came to Peter's mind was to cut somebody's ear. That is carnality. What did Jesus say? Look at the two of them. One went to pray. One also went to pray and slept. So the one who was praying knew what was before him. So when the military, the soldiers came and they wanted to arrest him and all that. And Peter now looked for sword, looked for sword to cut somebody. That is kind of, that, that's, that's physical, using physical to solve a, a spiritual problem. He was even going to multiply the problem with that kind of act. Is that not true? That's true, sir. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this thing is not powerful. Oh, there will be a time some of us, listening, you, you, you hear these teachings, you've heard, heard this message by the grace of God. You follow a message like this. There will be a time you would want to pray. Oh. There will be a time like that. Those times we would have moved on. Why? Because we would have our prayers and our fasting would have become what a memorial. Our clouds would have been full. I don't know why you get. I'm not saying. I'm not saying this is out of some trying to get. I'm trying to get you get you an understanding of what we are doing. 
I wish everybody in church was listening to this. There's going to be a time that all that we are doing would have become, would have accumulated. How many of you remember spiritual accumulation? Since then, when the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves. So those days where after 10 years of fasting and prayers and all that, they have accumulated. And we wake up from our sleep. It is like today we wake up to prophesy. We wake up from our sleep to prophesy. Do you get what I'm saying? We wake up to prophesy. It's after years of accumulation. We wake up to go and work miracles. You are now, you will be seeking miracles at that time. Where we are working the miracles. Then you'll be seeking the healing at that time. Where we are, we are healing the sick. Because it has accumulated for us. Who followed? So when it was time for Jesus, Jesus knowing that it was time, he calls it the hour of darkness. Don't know what he said? The hour of darkness. He said, if my father had not given you this permission, you could never have touched me. So he understood it. He went to pray. And he understood it that this thing cannot pass him by. Father, if it be your will, let this car pass me by. And he prayed fervently. Prayed so much. At that time, the guy was, the disciples were sleeping. Now that it was time for action, we was going to cut somebody's ear. Using a physical action for a spiritual something. A spiritual problem. A physical action to solve a spiritual problem. Something which would happen no matter what. Then Jesus, out of that, took the ear, placed it back. Say, my, my, be healed. It is time for me to go. So don't come and cut people's ear here. Should have joined me when I was praying. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? So what we are doing now is not for the man of God. All the exercises we are saying, partners we are praying, this we are praying. I'm trying to get you to something before I enter into what I'm teaching you. Who understands what I'm saying? What we are trying to get you, where Pastor Obed is calling you, where Sister Steph is calling you, where Sister uh, 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 Wu is calling you, the sisters are calling, Pastor Obed is calling, Brother Edward is calling, uh, 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 who else? They are calling you. They are doing all of it because they want you to do what? They want you to build up now. It is the house you've built, you've built that you go and live in during the rain. It's not during the rain you start to build. So if you know that no matter what, there will be rain because this, the storms will come. He says there will be evil day. He calls a day a day of adversity. Where even a man of God doesn't know where to run to. And can just submit just to God and say, Father, whatever you've done, we thank you for that. A day of adversity. Do you understand what I'm saying? That time you've built the house already to live in. Come on, shout glory. It's the savings that you withdraw from. What we are getting you to do is to save now. So in future you can withdraw from that savings. I don't know what I just said. But when at the time we say save, you eat it. Save, you eat it. The time you will go to withdraw, there will be nothing. It is that Cornelius, your, your prayers and your arms have become a memorial before me. This let your prayers be like what? As incense. So as some of us, our incense are just going every time. Some to no incense. No incense. Oh. oh. And it's building up. It's building up. We may not have all the results we want now, but it's building up. We believe it's building up. We know it's building up. 
it has become a memorial it's going up it's going up as incense our prayer life every day we are praying every time we are praying we don't look like people who will change we don't look like people who will be healed in the twinkle of an eye we will be changed we know you have been blessed by this message we would like to invite you to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life by saying this prayer say O Lord God I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ Son of the living God I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead I believe he's alive today I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day through him and in his name I have eternal life I am born again thank you Lord for saving my soul I'm now a child of God congratulations you are now a child of God if you said this prayer kindly send a message I'll call the following numbers now showing on your screen. Get more messages of Pastor Prince on our social media handles. You are blessed.